stay connected this winter with this unbeatable deal from BreezeLine. Get reliable, fiber-powered internet for just $19.99 per month with all-in pricing for two years. But that's not all. Your first month is on us. This deal gets better with a free modem and installation along with free Wi-Fi your way whole home coverage. Safeguard your network from cyber threats and keep all your devices connected and secured with this amazing offer. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires March 3rd, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. For years, I just dreaded going to the dentist. But at Advanced Dentistry, I don't have to. First and foremost, they want you to feel comfortable when you walk in. Like, you'll feel it. Whereas in the past, I might have gone into the dentist and thinking, I might feel some pain at some point. But with IV sedation, it can be something that you don't dread. If you've been avoiding the dentist because of fear, worry, or just not wanting to be judged, you're not alone. Visit NoFearDentist.com to learn how IV sedation can change your life. You know how many times I've gotten up and and this is what freaks me out. I've gotten up in the middle of the night uh-huh. to go check if the doors are locked, and sometimes the front door is like yeah, just unlocked, and you could just walk <laughs> right in. And I'm just like, I do that. Sometimes I leave my keys in the door, and then I go to sleep. <laughs> like I have a secure, I have like a metal security <laughs> gate screen door that that's bolted and locked. And then I'll sometimes I'll spend the whole like if I'm leaving to go somewhere, I'm walking around. Yeah. Where are my keys? Where are my keys? And I'm like, holy shit, I'm turning into my mother. I'm like, oh my and then I open up the front door, and there are my keys. There they are. They've been there for one week. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, anyone, anyone could have just walked in. Come in, in like I live here too now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You hope to God no one does that. And like, and like, someone has to be like, yeah. So you found her her murdered body. How do you think they got in? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, she just left the keys <laughs> in the key thing and and a note on the front door that just said, "Come on in and murder me." Yeah, party's in here. <laughs> yeah, if you're looking for the murder party, yeah, I'm in here. <laughs> yeah. Oh my I'm here God. in here podcasting. I'm here. I'll have headphones on so I won't hear you when right. you lurk behind me to kill me. <laughs> Make sure you're recording. <laughs> uh, Ruthie, what do you do during the intro song? Do you dance in place? What do you do? Oh, for sure. I dance. I uh, sing. I move. I groove. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what you are. You're a real hip non-dad. That's what you yeah, are. Yeah, I sure am. N- not only is that a great description, but that's a great segue into who we got on the show today. It's a non-dad. Ruthie, this is you. Yeah, this is a non-dad territory. Uh, we're talking to Sabrina Jalise. She's next level funny. I can't even begin to tell you. So if you have a seatbelt in your house, first off, where did you get that? And I bet you were overcharged. But put it on <laughs> because you're finally going to need it. 
listening to Sabrina Jalice uh, talk to us. She's an amazing stand-up comic. She's been a writer on shows like Search Party and Big Mouth, two huge hits. And here's a juicy tidbit. She's from Toronto. That's not even in this country, Ruthie. No way. No, it's not. No. It touches tips, though. That's exactly right. It's close. It's so close. I can't wait till we reach up there and and try to snag it from Canada. (laughs) I can't wait. That also, because of that, it makes her our very first Canadian guest. So without further ado, here's the wickedly funny one and only Sabrina Jalice. Sabrina, you were about you were about to jump into a story and then I cut you off because I said that was too that was too meaty for <laughs> for uh, for just casual. Oh, we need it for the, yeah. the show. Well, we were talking about George Foreman and you gave me the trivia fact that he has named a hundred of his kids George Foreman. Yeah. And I was like, honestly, it seems kind of cool. Yeah. Did you know that, Ruthie? Did you I know did, George Foreman? I did know that. Yeah. I always thought that was like kind of insane, but also kind of baller. <laughs> I I mean, I identify with it because my wife gave birth to Wolfie, our two-year-old son. Yeah. And I was so excited to be like, in his last name, Jalice, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> which is my last name. Yeah. Which is like, it is this like guttural butchness in me or something that's like, give me the property. Right. Like, and give it me it the feels like putting legacy. the flag, like you getting to the right. land and putting the flag in the ground. That's what right. it feels like. <laughs> totally. But then it's also gross because my wife made the flag from her body yeah. and pussy. <laughs> And you just immediately were like, boy, <laughs> yeah. it actually, she, she had an emergency C-section and I was kind of in that same terrible, guttural, bad person way was like, I'll be the first to hold the oh, child. Yeah, I know. My yeah. lap first, my I breast I hate that I, I relate to that. I never I relate to that. that. We had an emergency Did C-section and I also was like, I'll get to home, the baby, me, me, me. And then you're like, what is wrong with what is wrong with me? My wife's literal, like, cracked yeah. open like a lobster yeah. tail. And she's just laying there in <laughs> tears alone <laughs> on the other side of a sheet where no one can see her. And I'm, like, from a distance going, baby, looks healthy. You'll never, you won't know for 10 more minutes. What is your wife's last name? My wife's last name is McCann, and so right now we're in the process of slash we have a few little embryos that are my egg and our donor's sperm. Oh, cool. uh, That are in a bank in Puerto Vallarta. Now, is that popular? You always want to keep those in Puerto Vallarta. Yeah, you do, yeah. yeah. It's like... If they're going to be hanging out for a while, you want them to be by the beach, yeah. have a mojito. Yeah. Chill. You want chill. that like, chill you don't want DNA. Them stuck. You want that, yeah. You don't want them in some city apartment. Yeah. You want Cooped them up. really like ready. Ready to live. Ready to start living. Yeah. Chilled yeah. out. Ready to like vacation as a lifestyle. Um, McCann is my wife's last name. And, and so the deal was, I said, let's put my last name on it. If we have another baby... We'll change it. We'll, we'll change also both names put too. my name on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. I will hold it first. <laughs> and she was like, that's a terrific deal. No, she she was like, why don't we merge the names? And I'm like, well, if you're suggesting it, I'm an asshole. If I say no, that's silly. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so now, so the name will be McLeese. Oh, that's oh, so interesting. Oh, so like creating a whole new name. Yeah. 
whole new name, but we'll have different names and then they'll have that and it'll be a nightmare at the airport, but like whatever. Wolfie McLeese is very cinematic. Very. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And we're really hoping he's in cinema. Yeah. If he's not, don't even talk to me. (laughs) Uh, I like both those last names. I like that you're combining them. If, you know, that's the obviously like the the literal middle ground of that discussion. It seems like a good, it seems like a good new legacy. But even if you leaned towards one, I think those are both good Last names. Do you guys have an Instagram for your son? No. Yeah. I don't. Or like, did you get his Gmail account already? And No. We did do. You did Gmail? So we did. And Insta? Here's what I, re- I recommend Whoa. this. And this is not my idea. And I'm actually now kind of upset that I can't remember whose idea this was. We went ahead and got uh, my daughter a Gmail address. And we've started to write her emails that she can one day read oh, about what's nice. kind so of going on. Like, like a time capsule, I guess, of sorts. That's so sweet. And then it lands in both of your inboxes for now. And you're like, baby, yeah. you but, did yeah. it. <laughs> but, but here is the, uh, and, and I hate that this is so, I feel like cliche dad, but I have written maybe two emails <laughs> to my wife's more than likely 100 emails. <laughs> I mean, that's just a number put to the dilemma of what it is to be living that straight life. I can't, I can't even, I'm like, I don't know what to write. I'll write like, I'm like, yeah. hey, it's been two years. I love you so much. You're getting so big. I got to run. Yeah. <laughs> you ate an orange today. Good job. You know what? You really like. are taking some huge steps as a person. Yeah, I got. Like, I'm on the road. I cannot be here. <laughs> Dad writes for a fucking living. Yeah. Okay, Dad's out there writing for the meat on your. I table. live in my emails. Yeah, all of your emails are guilting. Oh, yeah. We do. Uh, we That'd do a amazing. private, a uh, private Instagram handle to put up pictures because uh, it's just so much easier to share with family instead of sending a. Here's okay. the load when you of said, pictures that we yeah. have. I like that. I do. I do. Here's the load on like different WhatsApp groups, but then I also post a lot of Wolfie on mine, and I will tell you why I justify it, even though it obviously is better to like organize and be private. I do feel like there's a magic about Wolfie and how he came into the world that has to do with like the world. I mean, the way we made him. I met my my surf instructor in Mexico and Sayulita. Uh, and was like taken by him and then introduced him to my wife who is like very vibey and she was like you can ask him and we've always known our son's name is going to be Wolfie he had a tattoo of a wolf on his back I was like the jizz is mine are you the serious? universe yes. is steering that's amazing the it was the uni- and, and like all these there's like all these I mean the, the one after she said you could ask him because we had a surf lesson and we drank some mezcal and I like got to know him and it was just like I just profound, love that like, all the sperm needs to come from vacation Places yeah. for you. I'm rethinking <laughs> things in life right now. Well, I'm, the reason the, I'm taking the a lot of connection. Notes. <laughs> like, I'll tell you initially, just practically, part of what inspired me in that moment was it's nice to to know who the biological father yes. of our son is yes. for me personally and feel connected to him, but then also have separation so that it is our nuclear family and he's very much a, embedded in like not only a part of it, but part of the creation of sure. it. Sure. Yeah. But like, how, how did you get to that? Because I think it's interesting sometimes for people to hear who are considering to use a sp- sperm donor, like 
I have friends that don't want to know it at all. Didn't even really want to see pictures, just wanted to get attributes of the person. And then people who yeah. want to know everything about them. But I rarely hear like they want them to be a part of their life and, and feel connected to them. So I'm curious, like how that came about for you and for your wife, too. Like, um, I think it's just it really naturally just happened after meeting our donor. It was like it, it felt born out of this connection with him. And uh, we like came back to Mexico when Shauna was ovulated. I, I skipped the part where I asked him in the water. I yeah. took another lesson, asked him in the water. He said yes. I like ran to Shauna and was like, where was I? What if he said no and you guys were just out in the water for yeah. like another hour? Floating. <laughs> I think I probably would have cut it short. I probably would have been like, you know, I'm not really I'm not feeling, feeling this. I'm not yeah. feeling <laughs> surfing right no, now. Actually, it totally would have been fine. If he would have said no, it would have been a normal answer because that's like a wild question from someone you don't know that well. Hmm. But like, yeah. I guess, I, yeah. Right? Like, but I yeah. guess at the same time, I don't know. I, I, I put it, trying to put myself in that position, if someone asked me, I think my initial, I mean, who's to say? Because no one's asking me. And, uh, <laughs> no one ever will. Well, Let's be honest. Until the end of the yet. podcast, yeah. <laughs> But I, the phones I think will if someone up. asked me, I think I'd immediately be like, like my initial reaction instinctually would be like, oh, that's cool. Me. Like, I'd really feel like you asked <laughs> yeah. me like, to the like go to to marry you or something like oh my god it's big it's a big <laughs> it is, it's huge no it is. I mean I it's felt when you said thing. you're in the water and he said yes and then you ran into the <laughs> into the she house immediately and... wiped out on the next wave I, they yeah. had to take her no, to the like, hospital I literally like just took the next medium wave straight to the, yes totally wiped out no ran to my wife and was like it's it's happening and I didn't know how to how babies are made. I thought you just throw jizz in there and then boom. Like I didn't know about, I um, still don't know. So what you just said, I still think that's actually right. (laughs) I mean, technically it is true, but the timing of it, like she had just finished her period. So she would not be ovulating, but I was like, I cut the thumb out of a dish glove and I duct taped it and cut like a hole at the end of the thumb part. And, showed it to them. They were like, how much jizz do you think comes yeah. out of a dick? I had no idea. I'm a gold star. I've never removed, oh, yeah. I've never gotten yeah. the, yeah, yeah. but it's How much little jizz bit. do you think <laughs> comes out of, folks, thought- we've got a trivia we're going to do at the yeah. end of the podcast. It's how much how jizz? much jizz? And then they like pour maple syrup yeah, into a like, bucket. You can't do that on television. And you guess, that's a really good game show, actually. You how guess how much, much jizz, jizz comes out like, of a dick. I don't know, a lot? And there's not even specific guesses. I guess a lot. <laughs> well, because Ruthie, you have slept with multiple men, I'm assuming. Uh, uh, I'm getting yeah. the vibe from I mean, you. Uh, thanks. I feel really uh, confident by that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no one has to know it's actually like a handful, but yeah, multiple men. So in that handful, <laughs> though, is the amount of jizz that comes out of a dick different for each peanut, man penis? Yeah, yeah definitely. It has to comes be. out. Because, well, especially okay. like... You know, it would feel so... We, would, we could confirm that we are definitely in the simulation if it was always the exact same amount. We would be like, this is clearly <laughs> not real. Totally. Life I is mean, not real. <laughs> and it, that's uh, There's yeah. so many factors, too, like uh, how drunk they are, how old they are, how young <laughs> they are, funny. right? And you're like, oh, are you... Oh, okay. Uh, all right, cool. And then if, <laughs> are the they more, drunk yeah, and the old? Are they drunk and young? And then, and then you start yeah. crisscrossing the equations. <laughs> okay, drunk, young with an old spirit, yeah. contractor. Uh, how, a, so it's going to be a thing. How, yeah. how soon after he said yes was this like yeah. happening? Was it like, all right, well, we're I, there. I thought it was happening right away. And then Shauna was like, you're insane. Yeah. Shauna's <laughs> had sex with men, so she knew about like keeping her pussy pregnant or not. <laughs> 
I love that I keep on saying pussy as if it's the pussy that like forms. Let the me baby. just say you're the fir- you're the <laughs> like first. The lips of the pussy are like yeah. dry, like just clay. Not only are you the first guest to say it, you're the one that the first to say it so comfortably. Yeah, <laughs> you're really yes. waking you're really waking Ruthie and I up to like yeah. yeah why don't we be a yeah. little more more verbal? <laughs> yeah. I hope I hope we all fucking change at the end of this podcast. So he so it was the, the things she was like calm down that's not how it works. She well, was like we need to come back when I'm ovulating. So we just sort of well and like also do you want to like get a little bit of history about him but or, or were you just already like vibing we just, so much that it didn't matter we if like he yeah. had a history of diabetes in his family or whatever you know it, yeah none of that really was it truly yeah. was not one night stand but it was like a immediate love connection yeah. it was immediately like we had this feeling and then when he said yes it was like I mean, this is what's happening. Yeah. And this I love is the, that. I mean, the beauty, I think, of being queer going into um, your journey into parenting is like, there's, I think everybody, in the beginning, I thought this was going to be like such a sad part of my life, like trying to find a baby. And in the end, it was just this beautiful, like, it was like falling in love with Shauna. It was like finding your destiny. And we did it ourselves. Like, we calculated her ovulation, went back to Mexico on a business trip. <laughs> Folks, <laughs> folks, here for jizzness or pleasure? Both. Oh my Absolutely God. That is a culture, both. okay? That is, <laughs> that is a brand. That is a that lifestyle. That is a series. That is so many. That's everything. Oh That's going to be a TV show title one yeah, day. Seriously. Jizzness well, in the front. And everyone's going to be like, what is yeah. this? Oh my God. I'm writing a movie about it and I want to call it Jizzness Trip. But then like, that's not a normal thing to see on your Netflix. Those are going to be tough yeah. trailers. The, Those are going to be yeah. tough trailers. One of the run. places that's bidding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I've got a lot of people bidding on things these days. Yeah. And I'm just trying to decide where the jizzness goes. Yeah. So we go and we we she she was peeing on the um I think it's first response, but it's the smiling face when you're ovulating. Yeah. She's peeing on that smiley. <laughs> which people who have not done this, that's probably just like a fun visual for you. Peeing on that smiley. Peeing on a smiley face. And and when she was ovulating, um he came into a cup. He, we were not there. He he called us from like we were staying at this place above a restaurant in like the town square and he called out to us we went upstairs made love she came so hard i'm a great lover <laughs> oh just a no, real we natural know. We, we asked yeah. her we we do all our research before we do these yeah. podcasts we oh no i know you know we're like is she a great lover and she was like yeah she's a great lover yeah. i came yeah. so hard like, yeah all right thank you so he comes in the cup he goes outside we come inside she comes, I put the, so he, I put the um, jizz inside like a needle without a needle. Yeah. The trick is a dog catheter on top of that, because that's like really small. You can put it between your uh, fingers and like slide it in there. Know, What's cool? We know oh. this part. We do this all the dog The dog catheter? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. I didn't know any of this. I have a drawer of them. Okay. No, what's a dog catheter? <laughs> I don't even know what to visualize. When you say had, dog catheter, I, yeah. I'm like, I, I can't get past dog. Okay, <laughs> imagine a thing that plugs into, instead of a needle, at the needle part of a syringe, uh-huh. it's like a long wisp type um, like a plastic, plastic thing that you could inject. It would fit into a dog's penis. Uh-huh. Uh, I put the jizz. Jizz can stay alive for very like super long, uh, yeah. forever, which is forever. Terif- terrifying when you don't want a baby. 
But that, yes, very terrifying. Yes, yes. Well, it's shocking to me that more like women don't know about how all of that. It's like no one was taught. No, it's all like. It's like the boys were separated from the girls when you're 12 years old yes. and the boys. It's like, yeah. you're going to get boners, guys. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't think, I don't like, think anybody. Five. And no one, no, when they do that separation, like we're going to go teach the girls this and we're going to teach the boys this. Yeah. No one walks away going, I think I get it now. They're, you're no. like no closer to understanding. Right. And it's, they, it's what t- truly to me, sex education is so is, bizarre because it's like being embarrassed on how to teach people to eat and drink. It's like, it's yeah. essential. Yes. It is yeah. essential, essential to our survival. Tell women, when they're, tell like, women to track their ovulations so that if they don't want to be pregnant. Yeah. Yes. Like, no, if people so knew the truth, I, you'd probably cut down on like teenage pregnancy if you just said, hey, by the way, this is what it is and this is how it works and this is what can happen. If you were just so brutally honest, kids might be like, Instead of oh, just okay. handing us these giant pads. Yeah. Yeah, and like, did they give you pads, Ruthie? Oh yeah, and I started my period in sixth grade. I was like one of two bragging. Kids. Yeah, yeah, bragging. <laughs> I was like, she's a leader. Yeah. What age are most? Is thirteen like usually the age thirteen or fourteen, or is it twelve, like eleven, twelve? Like when do you get your period for the first time? I was actually six years old. Yeah. So no offense, Ruthie. Yeah, but yeah. I know. I get We've it. got folks. Um, we've got a new winner. Business in the front <laughs> coming out this. Really good at sex, Sabrina. <laughs> I get it. So where were we? My wife's coming yeah. hard. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't know when I got my period. My Actually, wife's coming hard. There I am with a catheter. And we're yeah. like, wow, this is crazy to picture. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, just to tinkle on both yeah. ivories. We have this piano set up where we're talking about periods and I want to tinkle on that one and be like, Rory, I don't know. Yeah. I think around 7th or 8th grade. <laughs> yeah, it right. Was shocking and fucked up. Yeah. yeah. I think that's about right. Um, it and has been, to be honest, it's been happening ever since. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it just won't stop. And now, over yeah. to this yeah. baby making yeah. piano over here. <laughs> Slide the catheter in. Put the um, jizz in. And to be honest, she came again because... Catheters are fun. Yeah. Coming. Yeah. I, yes, it was the catheter. She was like, ooh, I never use something <laughs> oh. so small. It can feel, make me feel so whole. So much. Yeah. <laughs> but the, but I do think it's like good um, energy down there and practical energy to be having orgasms when you're making babies. Yeah. And um, so we took that from the straight guard. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then he came back in. And then we put some pillows under Shauna's butt and we lay on the bed and watched Moana and it was so sweet. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And that's a great movie. And he movie. just heard that Wolfie was like hearing that Disney music yeah. that very first time that we did it was the night we conceived. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. 
Ready for an amazing deal? BreezeLine's fiber-powered internet starting at $19.99 per month offers the reliability you deserve and security you can trust. Whether you're streaming, gaming, or working from home, we've got all your needs covered with speeds up to 1 gig and our two-year price lock guarantee. This deal gets even better with two free months of internet, free equipment, and free Wi-Fi your way to protect against cyber threats. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires July 8, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. So then uh, after having the child, and I, let me know if this is too private, but it, what, what, what caused the emergency? How much emergency? did we both weigh? How much yeah. did Sorry, you guys how much weigh did my wife weigh time? and how did I weigh? I mean, it's like, what does it matter yeah. to you? Do you guys have any pictures of the night? Ruthie, how do you put up with this? It's like every day with Rory, how much do you weigh? How much do you weigh? Yeah. Excuse me if this is too yeah. much, but how much yeah. do you It's all like, I know. It's stop all I know. shaming me. What, what, what was the cause of the emergency C-section if you... If you don't mind sharing. Yeah. No, that's like the least personal. My wife's was preeclampsia. Is it that? Okay. Uh, no, no, it was um holy shit. Yeah. It was wild. Why is this happening? Yeah. yeah. It was like she was dilated. Like we so we did the hot tip of like don't go to the hospital till like, you know, you're in it. Right. Which we did definitely wait too late. Like yeah. it was crazy to like get her in the car. She was like fully like in labor. Um, and then we got to the hospital and the nurses were like, oh, girl, you're open. We're going to roll it. They like rolled out the like red carpet of things to like that you get that you weigh the baby on. She's and ready. I was like, oh, my yeah. God. We're going to have sushi. Like, this is amazing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, just like making plans. Yes. <laughs> confirming I can be at my set. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then the doctor came in and was like, oh, no, no, no. Like the cervix is caught on the baby's head. So it was like a hoodie on Wolfie's head and it was not open. The cervix was not opening. Yeah. So she was dilated, but the cervix was ruining everything. And if and she was trying to do natural birth, we had the doula. And then it was just like, you need to like lay here and just like wait and stop. We can't do pushing. We got to. So then she got an epidural, laid there. And then I think actually it was right after the epidural that the heartbeat was kind of fucked up. Oh, like the God. heartbeat was lowering oh and oh then it was God. regulated. And at that point I was like, just like trying to start a rumor in the room of like, someone say cut her open. Like who said, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say just cut yeah. her open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are we guys talking about that or is that? Yeah. I would love to watch that. It like literally the t- intensity and you're like, cut her open. What do we think? Guys? Cut her open. Yeah. Who said think? that? Who said cut her yeah. open? What do we think? Who said that? Because I know coin. I would be sensitive. Heads, heads cut her open, tails cut her open, flip a coin. <laughs> Guys, this is this is her body we're talking yeah. about, okay? Oh my She's God. completely Slice passed her. out. They're like, well, we do yeah. need to ask her. No, no, no. I'll speak, yeah. I'll speak for her. <laughs> I'll sign whatever. Yeah. I can do her signature. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she, so, so we waited and then she was pushing again and then the heart rate dipped again and it was just like, I know this, this happens, like they're tracking it and it's scary and it happens, but it was just... The second time it happened, we were like, "What the fuck?" It's such a, it is a traumatic experience. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the order of everything, but like, next thing you know, we're like putting on, like walking and putting on the scrubs yep. to get in the room, and then there's the curtain, yes. and then I'm like peeking because yeah. I'm like, I'm a I'm really at my soul. I'm a documentary filmmaker. Yeah, yeah. and you're fun, <laughs> and, and you're like, yeah. hey, doctor, I'm fun. Yeah. And, okay, <laughs> I'm have fun. fun. Let's, can we just have fun? Yeah. This is somewhat relevant to what my wife and I did. But did you do the like birthing classes? And if so, uh, 
Did you feel like they did not cover what it would be like to suddenly get thrown into a C-section at all? Because I don't think no, they even, but, like... But Rory, ugh. I mean, like, with the School of Hard Knocks teaches us, and, like, those <laughs> classes, everything about those classes is, like, I'm in the wrong place. Right, like, we right, got tricked right. into being at this hospital for yeah. too long. It's probably, five like, hours. Q&A. It's, like, five the same hours. as sex five education, hours. right? Like, was it similar to, like, if you could just be real with us and tell us what's actually going to Exa- happen? The same, but one guy stood up and was like... And we're going late, and this guy stood up and was like, yeah, uh, just one more question. What happens, you know, if if something goes wrong and she dies? Uh, and I'm like, this is not for yeah. this class, you idiot. Yeah. Like, well, we would um, accuse you because you murdered here's me. Here's a yeah. pamphlet. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, and I mean, the five-hour class, it was what it was. There was no way we, as new parents, weren't going to go do it because you have to yeah, like go no, and yeah. be like, ah, maybe we get something, but... Yeah, at one point they were like, yeah, and just be ready because, you know, your plan, whatever you're planning, it's probably not going to go as planned and just accept that. And I literally, I told my, after the C-section, I was like, honestly, that one sentence should just be the full class. Like, hey, we're not going to tell you anything. Just know that your plan yeah. is probably not going to happen. It's like, yeah, that's the only thing yes. that happened was that one sentence. Yeah. <laughs> that, and also, uh, I don't think they even, they don't tell you this in the class, but the real lesson is just steal everything. Oh, yeah. Steal everything that you can from the room yes. always and pretend you ran out of it and get more of it so that you all are those home towels. And you have all- oh, those towels. But here's the hot tip for the ladies <laughs> that just got cut open or gay through their pussy. <laughs> those underwears that are made of gauze oh. and then have like the blood catching. Yeah. <laughs> I still wear them. It's been five they years. Go forever. I'm still wearing them. Um, Honey, honey. We stole enough that I've I don't rewear them. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had I've just continued hundreds of thousands of I gauze went through underwear. the closet. There are women at hospitals now going, where there's no more gauzy underwear. The gauze underwear, I took a fantastic picture of my wife getting up to need to go to the bathroom wearing the gauzy underwear. <laughs> oh that sometimes I'll just that. show it to her. I'll be like, hey, remember? Remember when? And I, I then go, remember when our daughter was born? To be like, to steer the emotion in that direction. Like, that's why I'm showing you this. She, oh what is her God. reaction? Is it a hot picture, yeah. strangely? We're not doing great. We're not yeah. doing great as a couple. <laughs> Stop showing her that picture. <laughs> um, I like the word gauze. Yeah. Gauze. Gauze. They, I just will a quick say shout that out stuff, to that. The stuff to take is... You're absolutely spot on about that. Yeah, everything, grab take everything, everything out of that room. Grab it. You've paid for it. Get people to bring you good food. Yeah. And honestly, this is a very gauche opinion. Not to bring up another <laughs> great G word. Gauze and gauche. Gauze and gauche. Start the same. Coming this fall. You can right? yeah, coming this fall to anything, and it kind of yeah. works. <laughs> it's the follow up to jizzness. Jizzness coming this yeah. fall oh. from the people that made you jizzness trip. Yeah. Gauze and gauche. Yeah. One's going this way. The other's gauze. <laughs> um. <laughs> that just some of the people that come in your room that work in hospitals are not that cool or smart or sensitive or, yeah. you know, it's like police officers or teachers. It's like there's people yeah. and, and nurses. I mean, they're incredible. They risk their lives. And like when they're risking their lives for yours, then like give me whoever you give me. Just get me through the moment. Yeah. But when you just give birth, there's just there was a lady that like slapped Shauna's C-section scar. What? Yeah. There was a lady who was like in referencing nothing. Like we did not bring this up. Had told Shauna, don't worry, you'll lose the weight. 
what? Rory, did you get the, um, they like prick the heel of the baby to get the all blood, the blood yeah. out to test? And it's so much blood. I mean, that person was just a villain because that's their job. Imagine every day just squeezing got- liters of blood out of babies. I know. Oh yeah, you do see He's the people villain. that like have to like aggressively handle the baby to clean the baby right after the C-section and like do all those tests, which you you get a thousand percent. You're like, of course, do it. You got to do They're it. They're like fish at that point. Yeah. Exactly. It's like when you got to take the hook yeah. out of the fish face. Kind of like, well, I guess I'd rather the person have no emotions than the person who's like not uh-huh. wanting to hurt the baby because it's like, <laughs> the person who's like, oh, I don't, I want to be careful. It's like, I don't know that you're going to get anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know the person who's sensitive. kind of seemingly dead inside. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. yes. Which yes, I think yes, a lot yes. of those people are like, they've seen so much stuff. I wish, but a bedside manner is like so important. But like, I will say that there was a yeah. time like my, my wife had an emergency C-section. It was preeclampsia. We couldn't get the blood pressure to go down and also now that that's happening is the first time I'm like what is preeclampsia so we're on like day three and I'm like you're like hold on hold on let me google yeah Yeah. and I'm like day three I'm just like why is it not going down wait day three but well after c-section you got to stay for like two three or four days or something oh her blood pressure after the c-section yeah so it stayed high for a while and it was like kind of going up and down but it would go back up and they would come in and be like yeah we don't really understand what's going on but no one's giving the like there wasn't one person who came in and been like hey just so you know this has happened and here's what while not trying to you know blow smoke up your ass here's what more than likely will happen and there was never any information and there was and the doctors kept changing out and my <sighs> wife was like I'm I'm just so non-confrontational at all I just keep the peace no matter what and my wife was like I'm having a hard time talking I really need you to talk to the doctor when she comes in and I need you to ask and say these things and I was like you got it you you, you just yeah, went through right. hell you're going through hell <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be so confrontational the doctor came in in the most non-confrontational way. I go, hey, we were chatting and we know the blood pressure not going down. We're just kind of confused because we don't have any information. But this, her lifestyle was really active even while pregnant. Is it possible that just because now she's not being active at all? I was like, does that have anything <laughs> that would be crazy. to do with it? <laughs> she's I'm like, must like, work out. <laughs> yeah, I'm just throwing something out there. The doctor literally is staring at me the whole time I'm talking. And the moment I'm done talking, she then just looks right at my wife and goes, so what we're going to do is, like, like I'm going to let you talk until you're done talking, and then I'm not going to acknowledge anything you said. Oh, and you're going to look right at my wife. Chair. And I'm like, Bitch. I don't even want to talk to you. I, yeah. My wife asked me to. I think it was like a tiger. She just yeah. sensed that you were just saying cockamamie things. And she was, she just was like, like not, you have a list that you're not sticking she to. She was not into it all. And then she just turned and looked at my wife. And then when she left, I was like, I fucking hate that doctor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we must have had five different doctors. But I was like, God, I hate that. We had one doctor who was incredible. She came in. She was like Johnny on the yeah. spot with everything. At one point, I I started to pass out because I had forgotten to eat for two days. And so I was oh having like God. a hypoglycemic like thing. What so, a drama queen. Yeah. Your wife is in labor and you're like, I'm I fake know. too, everybody. Well, that's what they laughed about. I came <laughs> out of the bathroom and I looked at my wife and I go, are you done eating what's on this tray? And she was like, yes. And I started shoveling food into my mouth like I'd never had food before. And my wife goes, what's wrong? And I go, I start putting my shoes on and I'm like, I got to go to the vending machine. It's just now hitting me that I haven't eaten or drank. I've just been sitting in this room and... I then couldn't stand up. 
My wife hits like the button to get like the nurse to come in. The nurse comes in. My wife goes, I think he's passing out. She immediately starts laughing like, oh, that's a funny joke. Like, why would he be passing out? <laughs> then she looks at me and she goes, oh, my God, and yells down the hallway. I need graham crackers and orange juice now. <laughs> and they brought them you in. You know, it's not a serious medical emergency <laughs> when, when the call is for yeah. graham crackers. I'm like throwing shit into my mouth. It's like... <laughs> It's helping me out. And she's like, what happened? And I was like, I haven't eaten in a while. And she's just looking at me like, you're the <laughs> dumbest husband we've ever had in this hospital. <laughs> oh, my God. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. How do you feel like where you're at today as a parent? Like, obviously, you haven't ever done it before. Here yeah. you are. You're in it. What, what, what do you think of yourself? I'm pretty impressed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, you should be. I do it's think not easy. Um, I, I started going to therapy after he was born because you start thinking about things that you that you were imprinted with and the things that you want to uh, – the legacy things that you're like definitely yeah. want to do that and like – some things you're like, meh, I'll lose that. And so shuffling through those, I feel like, is really good, helpful work. And we're not perfect parents is, like, I think the modern way to do it, that, like, especially now, yeah. cartoons with the pandemic, the quarantine, cartoons, it's like I'm not judging myself or Shauna. And we set, we switch on and off, which is really, yeah. I think, good, yeah. like, being able to keep – because we all obviously got into this racket of being parents with the luxury of being like, but – you know, we'll get babysitters. Right. And we'll have, right. You yeah. know, and now, now with the quarantine, it's like put your intention where your mouth is. Right. Yeah. And I'm pretty proud of us and happy, proud of Wolfie. And he's, you know, one thing that I was thinking before the podcast that I was like, I've got to, I feel like breathing, like teaching your kid to take deep breaths when they're frustrated so is such a great tool. It's such a great tool for us to remember, but then it really works with him. Like, Yesterday he we were zooming and how how's your kid with zooming? It's like yeah. and, and all the digital stuff now that we're not connected. Now they're kind of forced to learn it, like stuff where you're like, ah, oh, we don't like to do a lot of screen time, and it's like, well, now it's the only way they can see their friends. You're like, oh shit, yeah. all right, yeah. 
And they're so great and, and honest about like, no, no more talking. And it's like, well, that's your old grandmother who's in a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're like, no. I know, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's cool. They know their boundaries. Anyway, we were Zooming and it had been like a lot of talking to people. So he was frustrating, frustrated. And then he saw that Shauna was putting popsicles into the freezer and immediately wanted one but hadn't finished his lunch and started just focusing on the popsicle and crying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Classic Wolfie. Took, yeah. Classic Wolfie. Classic, yeah. yeah. I want my So popsicle. I take the vacation baby aside and he's like, you know, focused on the popsicle, crying. I want the popsicle. And we kept on saying, like, if you take another bite of your food, you can have the popsicle. But he was just like, you know, addicted to his stance. I literally did this and, yesterday. That's how yeah. surreal this is. I'm like, That's I crazy. literally lived this exact moment. The, <laughs> and and you take them aside and you try and switch the energy and take their energy of panic and, and like funnel it into making the right decision and make them a part of the decision. Yeah. So I just was so like, take smart. some deep breaths. And also looking outside, like looking at, like I took him outside to look at the tree. So he's looking at the tree. His mind is off of that tunnel vision. And then take some deep breaths. And then I was like, Wolfie, you can have the popsicle. I just want you to take one bite of the food. That's nothing, right? And he was like, like, fuck you. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm packing my things. Where's my weed? I think that is the natural stage of evolution that we're at now as people is that Mm -hmm. teaching kids what their emotions are and how to manage mm-hmm. them is the next phase of, you know, when they become adults and th- they fully understand why they're feeling something or can break things down on their own and can figure out how to solve something because they're like, oh, no, this emotion is this and I am te- I can tell that it's being triggered by this and the thing I'm feeling is maybe my own insecurity. It's such a mature way to live, but you then just think about Wolfie's kids and you're like, oh, that yeah. won't be something they necessarily need to learn. That'll now be a part of their DNA that he is passing on to them to naturally under- yeah. understand. And if you can learn that from an early age like that, that's so cool. So I'm curious, like, your parents, like, were there things that they did that were similar to that or things that they didn't do that then made you like, oh, and no, when I, when I have Wolfie, like, I mean, I think that it was harder for parents to be more sort of considerate in those moments because mothers were overwhelmed and mothers were doing the parenting. I was talking to my mother-in-law about that. She said like, you know, it, it really, it works to just explain and walk through the emotion. You don't have to be so, um, like brash about it the way we were. And honestly, she was a mother of three. So it's not, she doesn't have time to fucking pull every one of them aside right. and start walking through why they feel that way. It's just like, don't touch that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. With like in parenting during the pandemic, it's like the more we, Shauna and I, afford each other and ourselves time for ourselves, then we can approach parenting that way. But if it's like day after day, you know, you get worn down yeah. and you stop having the patience to really. But I, the things that I loved about what my parents did is first of all that I always knew that they loved me, which I think is like such a head start to feel the love of your parents in your heart. It's big. Always, it's a big and not, foundation. And not question whether it's conditional mm-hmm. or and they let me do what I wanted to do. I was so it was so hard to come out of the closet. But then as soon as I did, it was like so like I think our generation understands that our kids' happiness is going to be the thing that like allows them to thrive and it's not right. going to be these like prototypical normal things. Yeah. And my parents, def- I mean, my, my dad is Pakistani and my mom is Swiss and they got married in the 70s. Like they were the original lesbians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, well, Sabrina, thank you so much for, for coming yeah, on the show. Thank this you was very absolutely much. fantastic. We love yeah. it. Devastated that it's over. Hope I come back begging for another oh, chance. Oh. So this is Sabrina Jolice so. signing <laughs> off. Dad's News, Dad's Podcast, podcast Conan Broadcast, <laughs> Production Studios. This has been Ed Rory Scoville and Ruthie Wyatt, as well Jen Samples producing. I love it. Everyone's like, you know, the new, uh, the new, the news lady. She, her <laughs> sign-off is longer than her report. <laughs> she really stalls with the Conan production part. Uh, um, that yeah, was awesome. Thank you so that much. That was so great. Yeah, that was really fun. I mean, right now, I want to go on a Jizmus trip, let me tell you. Okay, sorry, guys. Uh, me too. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> so affordable right now. We're six months into this or whatever, and I live alone, so I'd love nothing more than a Jizmus trip. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, my God. I'm glad this is called Dad's a Podcast and not Mom's, because mine would be upset with that. <laughs> That's why we don't let her listen to this episode. That's right. She's not allowed. Uh, it does sound relaxing, though. Um, for everyone out there, you can follow Sabrina on Twitter at Sabrina Jalice. She's also got a very funny special on Netflix, so make sure you check that out. And thanks for listening to Dads. We, uh, we got another show next week, so we will see you then. And to give a shout out to the people who helped make this show, Dads, the podcast is produced by Jen Samples, Nick Liao, and me, Ruthie Wyatt. Our executive producers are Joanna Solitaroff, Adam Sachs, and Jeff Ross. Engineering by Will Beckton and Anya Jeshik. Our theme song is by Strange Hotels with additional music by John Danik. Special thanks to Sean Doherty. And stay up to date on all things dads by following me on Twitter at Rory Scoville. If you like the episode, take a second and let us know. Rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next week. This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 